Hey, welcome to the Two Friends Podcast. I'm Anthony with Marcos, and we're just two friends documenting our lives. And today we have two guests, and we're with... Hi, I'm Joe Gonzalez. And... Hey, it's Tony Williams. This is going to be a sick podcast. Now, I wanted to have Joe on definitely for a start. Don't worry, I still wanted you too, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. But Joe... You're, you're kind of a second option. <laughs> Joe does voice impressions. And so I wanted to pick his mind on how he does it and what's his process. Man, so to start things off, uh, that is not the face I imagined you doing whenever you say, hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> so relaxed. I imagine you like, hey, welcome to the podcast. Like, no, I was way different. But uh, about my voices, I mean, I've been a voice actor since I was very young. So like my dad is a professional voiceover talent and we've been doing like stuff since I was in Guatemala. And I've done several commercials, and ever since that, I've just been, like, really interested in doing, like, voices. So whenever I would hear something that I found funny, I would just repeat it. And, like, sometimes, like, if you know me, you'll know that I just repeat stuff, like, all the time. Like, if you say something, <laughs> I'll repeat it right behind you. Maybe try to, like, mimic you. True. Like, yeah, Mar- Marcos knows. Uh, but, like, it just happens all the time, and I've found that like that would make me like popular in like middle school (laughs) so like because i have a naturally like deep voice you do have a very deep voice yeah and like in middle school when everyone's like going through puberty i already had my hello and and everyone was still having their voice cracks so uh whenever i did like the a little bit earlier i was doing the morgan freeman impression and that used to like get everyone riled up give us us a little taste my name is morgan freeman uh, I can't do the impression very well right now. Never mind. I'm just doing it. The Emperor Penguin is <laughs> the biggest of its species. Uh, back to you, an animal planet. Or just, just <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. Oh, can you do the the other, the British guy who does the National Geographic voiceovers? Benadryl cl- Cucumber Patch? Uh, I don't know. No, no, I, no. Think, I know. You, I, I know you're thinking about David Attenborough. Yeah, David Attenborough. Oh, my Attenborough. man. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what his voice sounds like. Oh, it's a. Uh, oh, it's so soothing. Oh, oh no, yeah. Today, oh, let me tell you. Through. Let me tell you. Listen, listen, listen. Because I've I've been around the block with this whole voice thing. Right. I've been around. I did theater for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> like my freshman year, we all had to. We did like British accents for a, a full year. So. Let me get into character real quick. <laughs> For everyone not watching, he's doing like the, the hand thing, yeah. the hand motion that you do in front of your face. And scene. <laughs> he's doing that. The, yeah. the sharp hit. <laughs> the wild jaguar strides through the jungle searching for its next meal. Something like that. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Oh, that was, great. was actually really that was good. That. Marcos, yeah. that's disrespectful. He that started, shit was funny. He started talking, you went. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, I loved that. That was actually really, really good. Yeah. Man, like, yeah. And well, uh, yeah, I've just been like, uh, stuff like that. I know Anthony can definitely do plenty of voices. And I remember in like uh, middle school and like the beginning of high school, we used to like, just compare, oh, yeah. like contrast. Like yeah. we used to do that all okay, the time. So, like inflection wise, like are, are there different things you do with your mouth that make certain? Because I know with like a, a Scottish accent, if you can roll your R's like you do in Spanish, if you just roll it once for an R, you get a more like a better Scottish accent. 
Like, what are what are little things like that that would go a long ways? Uh, well, some of the things that I've like noticed is where you're speaking from. So you know, like like singing, like yeah. uh, how you like sing from the diaphragm. Different uh, places that you start your your speech from have a different resonance because your skull has like a specific resonance to you, and like that's how your voice comes out. So like right now, I'm speaking mo- mostly from the throat. But if I speak from the, like, chest or, like, my diaphragm, my voice will sound stronger. And a lot of voices, you just start out really, really quiet. So the quieter you do a voice, the more your, like, uh, vocal cords will start to get used to it. And then you can just do it louder and louder. And the more you keep practicing, the more your voice will just adapt. So weird how you can just switch through tones that quick. I it's, love that. Yeah, it's, it's really cool because you just and then you just switch to a different voice and a different all like, right it's intriguing you should read bedtime stories i like, have been told that so many you should. times you should start like a youtube channel that like you get an animator and you read over a story and the whole time there's just the animations going through that would be so intriguing i would listen and watch that oh my god that actually that's actually really great and it could be like the tooth fairy or something and i would sit there and just eat it up for a three minute <laughs> video and be like this is fantastic oh man like i've definitely read bedtime stories before like just like out loud for like 15 minutes straight there's yeah. some it's really hard to find bedtime stories can i just say that like five minute ones. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. I bet. Unless it's like the hungry caterpillar or something. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I read uh, Jack and the Beanstalk ones. It took me like thirty <coughs> minutes to read the whole thing, and I was like, "How long is this story? I don't yeah. remember it being this long." How often am I gonna fee fi fo fum until this is up? <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez. No, because he like goes up the stalk like seventeen different times, and every time it's the same giant doing the same thing. Fee fi fo fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman, and like, and freaking Jack is just like, "Oh, I'm a cowering little bitch." <laughs> every time he leaves with something different, and like at the very end, he gets like the golden goose or whatever, and like. I think the one I read, he gets eaten. Doesn't the giant follow him down the beanstalk after yes, he takes the yeah, goose? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He, like, destroys everything. I thought the, the giant dies. Uh, there's many different versions there's of that. There's a ton of yeah. versions. And, and I, I saw the, the, like, the Mickey Mouse version of it, oh, and um, they, they jump down into clouds and, like, hide from the giant, and then the giant just jumps and falls straight through the cloud and dies. Fall damage. <laughs> Fall damage. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you, Anthony. Yeah. With your... Your theater experience, because I've noticed for a while, um, I have a couple other buddies that did theater, and it seems like they, I feel like no one mentions this, but they have an upper hand when it comes to speaking to people and getting, like, stories across and catch capturing attention. Mm. Have you noticed anything like that? Do you continue anything theater-wise yeah. now? Well, I, I've i taken a, a long break from doing anything theater-related, just because I want to kind of wait to see what the college experience is first because i still you know i thought about doing hollywood maybe i did a couple of like pro auditions and it never went anywhere but i've I've thought about it um and so i I still look over my scripts from high school sometimes and i definitely agree with you i mean the thing about theater is that it neutralizes stage fright yeah so public speaking gets so much easier. It is a speech credit. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I mean, you know, I, I resent that remark. Actually. What? You know? What did I say? No, I resent that. 
<laughs> wow. No, because now I took his legs right out from under him. Yeah, that oh, was boy. it. That was my profession. That was my dream job, and you just <laughs> threw it under the bus. I don't know what I did. I just said, it is a speech credit. It was well, how, that's because that's all it is. It was condescending. Oh, it was a little bit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not. No, you're Please good. keep going. No, you're good. Um, but, like, I'll give you an example from just the other day. Um, in an organization that I'm in on campus, um, we're, uh, officer elections are coming up, and so we all have to give kind of a little speech convincing people. So I went up, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is why you should vote for me, et cetera, et cetera. And it was, it, it felt so flawless, just to me personally. And I, I absolutely credit that to my experience on stage, especially, believe it or not, musical experience. Because... You are making a fool of yourself in front of hundreds of people, and you don't have time to be afraid. You have, to, I mean, you have to get out there. The show goes on, right? Yeah. So no matter what happens, you're going to be fine either way, and either nobody's going to notice, or you're going to play it off beautifully. Yeah. And Joe can tell you, um, one of my most embarrassing theater stories and um, it was during a play where I played a cop <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse. What was it, Night of the Living Dead? Yes. Yeah. No, that was yours. You were in Night of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, you were in Mall of the Dead. I was in Mall of the Dead. Yeah. And there, uh, it's really quick story. There's a scene where I have to save a pregnant woman. You might want to like explain like the backstory of like the okay. So the play. I want to make it quick. I don't want to take up the whole time here. But go okay, so for quick, it. We got time. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't mind. Okay. So quick backstory is me. Uh, I played the older kind of grizzled veteran cop, and there's a friend of mine. He played the um, like younger rookie cop, and they go into this abandoned shopping mall during the zombie apocalypse. And they're scouting it out, trying to find like a like a home base kind of thing, right? So, this retired Air Force pilot and his pregnant wife, I believe, um, get airlifted into the shopping mall, and it's this whole chaotic thing. And eventually, they have to bond, become teammates. It's a very Walking Dead kind of situation, and that's the first act. In the second act, they're kind of developing the relationships and then things start to go south so in one of the opening scenes of the second act my character walks out into kind of the uh, courtyard plaza area of the mall and sees the pregnant wife and he's like you know are you okay just wanted to check on you she's like yeah i'm fine i'm fine she goes to sit down and a zombie walks out from behind some curtains and so my character notices and what the intention of the scene was <laughs> Stop loving. was to run up to the actor in zombie makeup, right? Run up, grab a knife, stab, quote unquote, them in the head, and they would fall to the ground, right? And then I would have saved the woman. Here's the main problem. <laughs> During the transition from act one to act two... I can't remember if it was a piece of curtain or fabric or what, but something had been left on the floor right where we were supposed to tussle. So zombie comes out. I turn my head, grab the knife, start running, and I go grab her shoulder, and I love her to death. I really do. She took it like a champ. 
I grab her shoulder, quote unquote stab. I start falling. <laughs> and she is probably five foot two, maybe 120 pounds. I'm five seven, probably like 185 at this time. So I immediately drag her down with me. <laughs> and so we both wham hit the floor of the stage behind the sofa that the pregnant character was sitting on. So everyone thinks it's supposed to be planned. As we fall down, I say to her, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> She's like, yes, I'm fine. Keep going. I'm like, great. So a couple of seconds go by. I pop up. And I do this incredible hair flip. <laughs> oh, oh, your hair used to be longer back then. <laughs> My hair was a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so I did this massive hair flip. The audience goes nuts and the show goes on. And I was like, that is the prime example of why doing theater improves public speaking. I thought you said this was embarrassing. That was flawless. It oh. was <laughs> awful. I have an moment. embarrassing story. It's secondhand embarrassment, but it's also theater related. <laughs> I know, oh, man. I know you remember this. Oh, I can't so, wait. Um, like, after Harvey, we were doing, like, just small skits. Like, we separated into groups, and I was casted for uh, one that was, like, after the book The Crucible, which is about, like, witches and, like, the, the Salem witch trials. Yeah. And I was a reverend, and I was like... Reverend John? Yeah, I was Reverend John. Oh, oh my, my favorite God. favorite character. Oh, man. And one of my friends, Bowden, he was... Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, well, he was he was the other character, like like the defendant in the court. Mm-hmm. And at one point... <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at one point, uh, he's supposed to talk, he's supposed to say his line, and I just see him, and he's like blinking hard, and he's like grabbing the table like his life depends on it and the table's shaking I know he forgot his line and I'm like oh god I don't know what to do I've never been in this situation before he walks up to me slowly this is like the 1600s we're role playing he grabs my shoulders and he goes dude in front of like 200 people oh, I think I was actually there for that I actually think I remember I, that happening oh my god that was the most iconic moment and I felt so much secondhand embarrassment. Did he freeze up after that? Did he no, just... no, no. Like, it, the rest were, like, my lines. So, like, he didn't have to. I'm almost certain I remember that. Because believe it or not, I needed, a, like, a fine arts credit. So I did theater tech. So I helped build some scenes. And I'm pretty sure it was that year. And we had to, like, go and, like, help out and just, like, stuff. And I remember I was sitting down. And I walked up. Dude. And I was like. That couldn't be his line for sure. <laughs> There's no way in the 1600s they were just broing it up like no. that. Like he, oh my god, it was so embarrassing. Like he got crap the rest of his years. I was I was front row for that one, and I like I turned my head and I just see Mister Hughes like behind the curtain just going, "What is he doing?" And I'm just oh. like. This dude, he got reamed hard oh like after the God. play was over. I know, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, it was. I felt bad for the dude. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't me, but like I was still part of the scene. <laughs> so I you was just like, keep going. Yeah, I looked at the audience. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like just like briefly, like what do I do? And then I kept going, obviously, because the yeah. show must go on. And I was like, okay. Okay, embarrassing, embarrassing things over. Let's keep going. And the rest of the lines were mine, and everything went great. And it was like a 10-minute skit. 
So we got through it, and I will never forget that. I have a button for that event. <laughs> there's there's a photographer that came by, and they, he took like pictures of like every scene, and I just have a button sitting at home of like the Crucible, and me in costume, him in costume, and the I forgot the girl's name, but uh, she was in costume too. It was just there as a. It's gonna be an heirloom. <laughs> My goodness, but uh, man, okay, let's. All right, we've heard the Morgan Freeman. That's the only one I've heard. What else do you have? Oh, man. Uh, well, when I was younger, I used to do, like, Obama. <laughs> and, like, Donald Trump. And, like, do you do them when you're older? Uh, maybe. Let's try it. <laughs> My fellow Americans, uh, today I gather you here uh, to talk about uh, the press. Uh, the press is... Uh, it's very annoying. Um... <laughs> As president of the United States, uh, I don't know what to do, and I'm currently flabbergasted at this scenario. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I guess I can still do it, and like, still the, got it. The Trump one's never been that good, but it's like, I will build a great, great wall. <laughs> Nobody can build walls like me, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> my father left me a small loan of a million dollars. Uh, I built my business with it. Uh, Donald Trump. Uh, just stuff like that. I can be like, Spongebob me boy. <laughs> Spongebob me boy. Spongebob me boy. I overdosed on ketamine. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part about anyone who can do voiceovers uh, is you can make them say whatever. Yeah, of course. And it's everything you've ever wanted. And you've just wanted this character that's pure to just go off. Oh my god, have you ever heard? Have you ever heard the voice actor for Spongebob just curse like, oh yeah like i see the video yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funniest yeah but <laughs> you see the patrick one when he's in the horror movie they... i will grab your nuts <laughs> and nail them to your front door like one of those weird door knockers <laughs> yeah i've seen that oh, he just God. starts yelling so many curses oh, it's the funniest God. thing do you know what i remember like from that like the voice actors for um Chris from Family Guy, and I forgot. Um, it's the dude that does the voice of, uh, of Pinky or Binky yeah, or whatever. Pinky or Brain, yeah. yeah. And Daffy Duck. He and does Daffy, Daffy Duck. Duck. Yeah, yeah, And they're, like, doing a skit from, like, Star Wars. <laughs> it's like when, oh, my God. When Anakin, like, uh, he, like, turns to the dark side and he's talking to Obi-Wan. And then the Chris voice actor's just you turned her against me. <laughs> oh, I see through the lies of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other guy was like, Anakin, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't do Pinky very well, but that's the funniest video. Oh, I remember you showed it to me like yeah. three years ago, maybe. No, lo- that was like maybe a year. Maybe a year ago. Yeah, it was, oh, it was not God. very long. Yeah, we- funniest video to this day I've ever seen. Oh, it was so funny. Have you ever thought about doing Viagra commercials? What? <laughs> Honest question. Um, in your normal voice too. In, in my normal voice, like just deeper. Give us, give us a commercial right now. A commercial right yeah. now. All right, let me just think of a script. Potency. Your penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, right there. That's, that's, the, that's the entire ad campaign. Right there. That's all it's you a, need to know. That's one of those five-second ones that you get to skip. Right? No, nobody ever wants to or skip Or no, that it's one. a full 30-second video, and that doesn't. you don't hear your voice until the last three seconds. Oh, my God, And yeah. it's just this old man playing with this kid. 
or whatever because he's old. He had it late, but he gets to have this kid because of this potent little pill. And so the whole time it's just a silent video, maybe a light, nice little jingle, something playing, playing, playing with yeah. his dog, you know. Oh, oh and then at the way. end, at the end, it's his wife and him walking into their home, and you just come in. He's got like a trophy wife, and he's like, 80. yeah, exactly, exactly, potency. Your penis. 7 Eleven. Get it now. <laughs> They'd sell out. They, they would. would. Honestly. They would sell out for sure. Man, if they hired me to do Viagra commercials, I would agree in a heartbeat. I'm pretty sure any of us would. Oh, for That's got to be good money. It's not like they're just throwing you 30 bucks. Yeah, like, exactly. That's like full contracted big money there. And every time they replay it, you get like royalties and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Viagra, if you're listening to this, this is my audition to play it. <clears throat> When life gets hard, you have to get harder. <laughs> That's a, that is a slogan. That's a slogan if I've ever heard one. <laughs> That's a great one. When life gets hard, so do you. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 reminds me of a of a skit Family Guy did. You guys remember the uh, the the dog with like the droopy ears? I was always depressed in like the Looney Tunes show. Yes, yes the I little do. depressed one. Yes, I do. you don't remember him. He used to fight with a dog, with a dog all the time, like with a bigger dog, and they would oh, always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah remember? <laughs> family Guy uh, did a skit where he's like, um, uh, so it was like at a pharmacy or something. We're like, oh crap, I think I gave my patient uh, Viagra instead of antidepressants, and then it just cuts to him and he's on a couch and he's just. Everything's getting harder and harder. <laughs> and the, the first time I ever saw that, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen oh in my, my life. Oh, that Family Guy just is, is peak comedy. Oh, easily peak comedy. Oh my God, I remember once, like my freshman year, like when I was still in wrestling. There's one time I forgot what we were talking about. What we were talking about, like driving or something, and then all of a sudden I just went, I turn now. Good luck, everybody. Else. Oh, I love that scene. That's so funny. It's so and funny. I just oh, there's. I'll so say it when I'm in the car driving. <laughs> like if I gotta just go one lane over, I turn left now. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> and I'll just slightly cruise over. Like I won't go fast, yeah. but it makes me laugh. And I'll be by myself. It's one of those things where it's like road work ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I sure hope it does. does. Like That's it's something a, you say every yeah. time. <laughs> Phenomenal Vine. It's just so memorable. Vine Vine had so many great one liners yeah. that you can mm. like you can oh still God. remember to this day. I'm pretty sure Vine was all one liners. Yeah, because yeah, it had to be. You had, yeah, you had six uh, seconds. You had yeah. to have you had to whip out genius oh, and yeah. something if you wanted to get noticed. <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys remember the Adam yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You know that guy died. Really? Yeah. Oh I heard about that. Oh yeah. The dude I, died. I can vaguely remember that. Like, oh my god. No. Damn, that got grim really quick. Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're past it. Uh, We're going to die someday. It happens, you know? Might as well be a legend beforehand. Oh, dang. There's an an airplane here. Yeah, you can get some plane in the background. Yeah, guys, we're actually outside on a picnic table right now, just in case you're wondering Mm -hmm. where we're at. This is our lovely recording studio. (laughs) I appreciate that. It's my garage. (laughs) Here in my garage. Oh, no. Lord have With my my brand new Lamborghini. (laughs) Dude, Ty Lopez. What a fucking icon that man is. You know what I love more than my Lamborghini? (laughs) 
knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> That's why I read. I have three thousand books in my garage. I read one book a day. Dude, that guy like apparently all those cars he was just leasing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, but they were like short leases too, which is how he'd always get different ones and stuff. I mean, he still owns a multi-billion-dollar house. Oh man, I know that. But like, there was like a there's like clubs you can join in where if you have like a supercar, you guys can just like go around in like a circle pretty much and just pass them off to each other and share cars. It's like a weird cult. If I was rich enough, I would definitely do that. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, oh, I'm man. Like, oh, I like yours. You want to try mine? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I was, we were talking about cars. We are talking about <laughs> cars. another Viagra commercial? <laughs> Speed, power. If you really think about it, anything is a Viagra oh, commercial. It's all how you say it. You say anything sensually enough, it'll be in a Viagra commercial. <laughs> I don't know. Have any have any of y'all seen uh, the trailer for the Bob's Burger movie? Oh yes. my god! It do looks... you know? Do you okay? But not not. I don't care about the show. The introduction to yeah. that trailer is exactly what we're doing. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> because right. it's like a Burger King commercial to start. <laughs> yeah, I see that. right, right. And they, they do this they do this amazing slideshow of like the burger being assembled and it's like the tomatoes are like wet and it's just like this whole thing and then it cuts to the stupid animation of Bob's burgers. <laughs> it's the most disappointing thing on planet Earth, oh, man. I like thought like hungry. I thought it was about to be like a fire food commercial, like right. they unveiled a new burger or something. It's like, nope, just just a woman in a burger suit. Yeah. Literally <laughs> Linda in a burger suit with a bikini. Oh, oh my god. Like a, no, I was Oh, okay. It, it's it's it was so funny the first time I watched it. I was mm. like, what? That's oh. where they're going for? Apparently, um, the original idea for Bob's Burger was about it was about cannibalism. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we were speaking about that. Yeah, the other we day, were, weren't we? Yeah, because the the funeral home next. Yeah, door. Yeah, there was supposed to be. Yeah, there was supposed to be like a funeral home or a morgue next door, and they were supposed to just grab the meat from dead people yeah. and just turn oh it into God. burgers. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Because isn't there is a funeral home next door, right? I have no. I've idea. never seen the show. I've I'm never almost seen I'd, Bob's Burgers. I'm, like. 23% certain. There's, 23% certain. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a funeral home next I'll, door. I'll be looking it up right but now. But yeah, you were mentioning that there was supposed to be, like, there was supposed to be a morgue instead, and that's where the burgers were coming from, where these dead people, and everyone was supposed to love them. Instead, it's just this guy and his family with a terrible burger place. <laughs> you know, Sweeney Todd did it better. That's all I'm going to say about it. I hear yeah. It. So yeah, so to the, to the left of them, it, there's a sign that says, it's your funeral. <laughs> and yeah. then it says like spine credit or something. <laughs> I don't know what it says, but yeah, but yeah, they they definitely are next to a funeral home. Yeah. Oh my god, mm. that is hilarious! Yeah. Location, location, location. <laughs> hey man, I mean, what? I get hungry after funerals. <laughs> I've never been to a funeral actually. Really? No. Yeah, now that I think, because lucky my, you. All my relatives are in another country, so oh, <laughs> I have no. never been to a funeral either. Actually. I've been to a couple, sadly. I've I've also been I've been to a couple. Only one for family, though. You work up quite an appetite, don't you? No. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's just me. But all the sadness makes me hungry. We're gathered here today to celebrate this, and in your mind, you're just like, I could 
really use a burger right now. Hey, man. <laughs> Grandma want me to have a burger. <laughs> you're sitting there. You're sitting there paying your respects, and the next thing you know, you just hear the Taco Bell ad. Live Moss. Live Moss, yeah. Question for the people that have been to funerals. Do funerals have catering? I'm pretty sure no. they... I was, I was literally about to mention me, something. You like, know... In Louisiana, they do. Oh, <laughs> okay. I I attended a, I attended a funeral in Louisiana for um, a, a dear friend of my mother's, and it was a, it was a tragic thing. But I didn't know her that well, so I was like, oh, whatever, I'll go. And let me tell you something about Louisiana funerals. I've never been to a more casual event <laughs> in my goddamn life. <laughs> I didn't think that jeans were acceptable at a funeral until. I went to Louisiana. Louisiana go to. crazy. Dude, oh. dude, you have no idea. Dude, this this guy, I could not tell you his name, couldn't tell you his relation to the deceased or anything. This dude walks in, swear to God, boot cut jeans, boots, I think maybe a polo, maybe, if it wasn't just a standard t-shirt, and a baseball cap. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I think Classy. Only, I think the only thing that makes that better is bootcut jeans and then flip-flops. <laughs> you know, yeah. honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised. What time of the year was it? It was not summer. That's why. Yeah. Guarantee, yeah. same guy, flip-flops. Oh, yeah. Summertime, mid-July? Absolutely. Flip-flops. Now, did they have a crawfish boil? Is a real question. They went to a crawfish <laughs> restaurant afterwards. Okay. They invited us, and we respectfully declined. <laughs> Put a cracker on that, dude. <laughs> so, what did they cater? They, well, I guess it kind of de- depends on your definition of catering. If you mean, like, having, um, like, actual food, yeah. then they didn't have actual food. However, there was an open bar. Louisiana. <laughs> It was a it was it was a unique experience. I I was offered a shot. Oh. Um, I did not partake. Why not? Because I was and am currently underage, and I've, I was in a different. State. I've seen you down like three margaritas oh. at, a, at a quinceanera. Uh, okay, okay. Are we going to tell that story? I'm fine with that. Maybe, yeah. Okay. I didn't know they were margs. You drank one. We're told they were margaritas, and you went all right, and drank another two. Well, okay, that I far didn't know. Who cares? You already did one. Might as well keep going. You, you know, know what? You're right. I didn't know the first one was a margarita. They I thought delicious. it was fancy lemonade. They were That's delicious. pretty much what it is. Exactly, it is fancy lemonade. It is or fancy limeade. You know? And they were they were excellent, dude. They were so good. But I was like, no, I can't, I can't drink alcohol underage. And you were like, well, I've already downed one. Yeah, I was like, you know what? More for me. <laughs> you go get one and give it to me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I gave you mine. You did. Yeah. Good yeah. friend. Who's good friend. Who, who's Kinsner was this? Oh, Annabella's. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know her. Yeah. Man, that was a time. That was. Oh my god. Was that like middle school or like freshman oh, yeah. year? That like was five freshman, years ago. Yeah. We're twenty. Jesus. God. That was wow. freshman year, most likely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. Wow, oh God. I think the the craziest thing I ever did in freshman year was like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have friends. <laughs> no 
bitches. No, none, bitches. none whatsoever. Marco Zero stayed, play. Marco stayed up late on a Tuesday one time. <laughs> That's fast. Got a little wild. Yeah, I went. Buddy. I went on Disney Channel on my parents' consent. Dude, <laughs> the games that Disney <laughs> Channel used to have. They were fire. Oh my god, the sweet life of Zach and Dude, Cody. Dude, I was literally one, about to that mention one that. Was so good. I played it all the time. All the time, dude. Ah, oh, that game was so addicting. Yeah, so addicting. You'd like go up the elevator. Do you know the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd like go up the elevator. You'd be like running around as the twins. And you have to dodge around. Mosby yeah, everywhere. Dude, yeah. Mosby. Oh, you Esteban. have to dodge all the adults. That's what you have to yeah, do. Yeah, you go like, around Esteban and the what? Yeah. Er- I just. Erwin. It was yeah. Maddie was there. Um, uh, the other girl, uh, London Tipton. London the mom Tipton? was there. Yeah, and you just have to keep dodging all of them and then get to yeah. your mission or whatever. I'm pretty sure the ones I remember were like the Kim Possible one. Yeah, I know. I don't remember what you did in it. It oh. was like related to like the mole thing. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Like I remember some, that one now. And the one I mainly played was the one with like Lilo and St- Stitch, like the yellow monster. Mm-hmm. And you just made a giant sandwich with like items falling. Oh from my god! I remember, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. And did y'all, oh, sorry. Go ahead. That was my favorite thing. That's oh. all. I was gonna say. Did y'all did y'all play the Cartoon Network ones though? Yeah, those were so. Those good. were the, um, so much better. So much better. Uh, the Spy Kids Next Door. What are the, What was that? Spy show? Kids Next. Door? No, the Kids, kids Next, Next Door. door yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. They, kids they, Next they had door. A, the Scooby Doo ones were my favorite because they were like mystery solver ones. So I had to go around like collecting evidence and like dodging monsters and stuff. Um, they had Ben Ten ones where you could literally just go around turning into like an alien and fight other monsters. Like, dude, they put so much like time and effort into the Cartoon Network ones. It was insane. Those were simple times. Yeah. yeah simple times. times, yeah. Indeed they were. Speaking of, like, mystery, like, solving things, I've been wanting to do, like, an escape room. They're so much fun. Like, oh, we crush escape rooms. Yeah. I, 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 I might, in, well, I, not might, I will invite y'all to, like, my next birthday. Bet. Like, you're invited, too. We're going to do. love escape rooms. We're going to do an escape room. Love and, escape room. <laughs> we, uh, me and Anthony actually went to one, like, two weeks ago. I think so. It was low-key, kind of dog, kind of. Okay, we screwed ourselves over with the escape room kind of scene because we went to this one that was so well-made. Like, you ever been to, like, Universal Studios or Disney? And, like, you go and, like, inside the things, and it's well-made. It's, like, production kind of set things. That's how these escape rooms were made. They're called the Escape Game Houston. They haven't well in Houston. They are. They have. They're, it's called the Escape Game. They have them in Houston. I think in California, a couple other areas, and they are so well made. Like we went into one, and it was like a, a an art one. It was like, uh, yeah. And we're art, uh, it was heist, heist. And we're in this art gallery, and we get through into the second room, and to get to the third room, <clears throat> after you figure everything out, a bookshelf opens up. Yeah, and it, it was you, yeah. so cool. They're so well made. I highly recommend anybody go to them. That's the one I've there. been telling you about, Joe. But what happened is we went and did the hardest one. We failed it. There was a couple pieces missing, but we probably weren't going to make it out. And then we went back again on like a random Wednesday. Yeah. And we finished one, and they're like, all right, if you guys do this next one, it's 15% off. And we're like, all right, we got nothing else to do. And then we finished that one, and they were like, all right, if you do this next one, it's 30% off. And we were like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, come on. And then after that, they are like, all right, you do this next one, and it's 40% off for every single one after. And we were like, we're not going to get a better deal than this. We might as well do them all. And we, we did, did them all. We, be- we, we them beat all. them all. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. We, we beat them all. Sheesh. We had a blast. How many of y'all were there? Four. Four, Only yeah. Four of y'all? Yeah. Wow. Dang. We no, did, we were quick with it. We did one room that was like, it, they wanted like a minimum of 12, 
No, no, no. A minimum minimum, of four. Yeah, a minimum of four, but it was, like, supposed to go up to 12, and most of them only went up to eight. And we pulled that one by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. Dude, that one, bro, so that one, it it has three rooms. They're all big. Like, you see this garage? Each room was about the size of this garage. Yeah. Yeah. So you start off in, like, a classroom. So you have to figure out, like, attendance and all that stuff. Like, it's a little puzzle. You have to figure out attendance. You have to figure out, like, uh, you have to rebuild, like, a history map, stuff like that. Then after that, you go into the courtyard. There's, like, a little recess. You know, you can play with some stuff. After you get into the courtyard, there's a thing where just, like, 200, like, little, like, those little air balls just fall down from the top of that. And you got to, like, collect them and stuff. And then there's a third room where it goes into, like, a locker room. And, dude, like, there's puzzles from the locker room to the beginning area to the middle area. Like, it was just whole convoluted stuff oh you have to figure God. out. I I love, like, games like The Room. Like, yeah. Where it's just an escape room. I've never been to a real escape room, and I really want to do it. They're yeah. so fun. They're, yeah. and they're one of the funnest experiences. When you originally go into them, you're thinking, like, you know, you're thinking normally. And then after you get through a couple puzzles, you shift how you're supposed to think, and it makes more sense. And then they're more fun because you know what to look for, how to connect things. Like, numbers can go with colors. Colors can go with directions. Like, certain phrases are just flipped anytime there's a mirror like it's going to be reflected like if you're using the mirror to look at something and it's behind you all right well now these numbers these numbers are backwards use the numbers backwards so it's stuff like that it's just small little things that you don't think to think of if you're in a normal state of thinking like but once you get to the like way you're supposed to think oh they're so fun yeah Mm. the only escape room experience i have is uh, i have this friend called javier and me and him were playing Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing a Roblox escape room. That was so fun. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. That no, was... like, like escape rooms are fun. Like figuring stuff out and you're like, you yeah. feel really smart. The real, the real, the real thing is so much oh, more I fun. Bet. Oh, you yeah, should tell the dude. story about like the soap one. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So, uh, me and Ant, though, we were both there for that one. And, uh, so first, yeah, it was first, it was the yeah. very so it was the hardest one they have. It's like two prison cells. You're you're next to each other, and they, there were two of us in one cell, and then three of us in the next cell. And you just figure out how to open the cells and link together. And so there was a lock we had to figure out how to unlock, but we were missing a key. And so I start looking around the sink. We all start looking around. I see a bar of soap, and so the soap has like a cut, like like all the way like around the circumference of the soap. And I'm like. This looks like a weird bar of soap, you know? Like, it doesn't look like how regular soap is made. So I go over to Antho because he's kind of like the group leader of the expedition that we were on. And I'm like, I think we have to break this. I'm pretty sure there's something inside of here. And everybody turns against me. They're like, nah, dude, what are you, stupid? We can't just break that. It's part of the room. Like, nah, dude. Like, there's nothing there. And I'm like, because okay. They're they're big on, like, it's a very vivid rule. They're like, if something, like... Don't break the room. Yeah. If it's gonna work, it will. Like, yeah. It'll it'll happen naturally. And so we have we have a friend that's Cam and he was like, just talk to the camera, ask him if we can. So all of us, there's like five of us. No, we, he didn't he didn't say that. I I on my toes. Oh yeah. I, I was like, okay, there's a little loophole. And I look at the camera because they're there the whole time. They can chime in. They can tell you things. They got a little screen, and uh, they're like, you shouldn't like. They're like, like I'm beep, like looking at. I'm can't like, break the soap. Oh, yeah, I look up. I go. Beep if we're not allowed to break it, and it's silent for five seconds, and they go break it. Yeah, we all did <laughs> like in unison. Like, we're all like break the fucking soap. <laughs> we just break it in half. There's a key there, and man, we just start rushing, like running to where the lock is at, just trying to unlock everything. Yeah, so you can get away with stuff like that, yeah. and they'll think it's funny. Like if you, 
So they're, I think they're called like game masters or whatever. They'll yeah. watch the whole time. If you can make them laugh, you won't know, but you'll also know because you'll be sitting there and you'll be saying dumb comments and you'll like look at them and be like, uh, like you'll throw your arms up and look at the camera like what is what are we doing and and you know you're gonna make them laugh because they're watching you the whole time yeah they, they're just there watching you the so whole if time. you get them on your side they'll also just throw you a little like dog bones yeah. here and now they'll be like here you go here you go and like so like the the one day we did like five of them in a row dude like it was just us there yeah there's no one else so all of the game masters were just pretty much like buddy buddy with us and they were like, you guys wanted help we're like no leave us alone we don't want help <laughs> yeah they'll try and would you like any help? No! <laughs> Get out of here, we man! Uh, yeah. One of my favorite ones was the the gold mine one. You really liked that one, huh? I did. I, that <laughs> one kind of an, was boring to me. Really? So, in that it one, was you dark spawned. the whole time. Yeah, you, you spawned you in a guys, forest. There was like... There was four or five of us. There's four, four of us, yeah. And there was two flashlights, and I didn't really get a hold of one. So I was sitting around just twiddling my thumbs yeah. most of the time, touching things and hoping that it would work. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you pretty much you spawn in a forest. Like, Spawns. Basically, because you just drop You walk there. through a door. They're like, here, you're starting yeah, here. Okay. You don't spawn. And it's a forest. And, like, I remember we were walking around, and I look at a tree, and I go, hmm, that's a weird-looking tree. And I hit it. And it just opens up, and I'm like, "Oh, would you look at that?" There was a flashlight and like something else inside of it, and they're like, "Literally, bro, that's all you have to do. You just have to walk around, just hitting stuff." Like at one point, one of like the clues we had to figure out was like a number, and like we just start looking around, and like we're like, "Oh, look, there's like five frogs here." So you just put the number five, and it worked. <laughs> like it's shit like that. You look it's around, and you'd be like, thing. "What's what? What can you figure out a pattern for?" And then you just figure it out. It's just or, real life D anD D. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll know that a lock, a four combo lock, you'll have the first three. So the last one, you just swivel through yeah. until you get it, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, click!" You're like, "I'm a genius. I got it. I did it." <laughs> you know, it's actually funny that you bring up the um, like the the employees. Because I I don't know I don't know if all of y'all are on TikTok I know you're not I'm anymore not I am, are y'all on I'm not anymore you're no. not I am. you are, I know you okay I know you are there are so many people that I've seen on my like feed that are the employees of escape rooms and they will like film the cameras <laughs> and watch people struggle and they die laughing like every time I bet that's a fun job oh, oh wow, absolutely. Dude. Especially because you know the answers and you're like, it's right there, dummy. Yeah. The only the only annoying part got to be resetting it up every time. But it's probably not too hard, especially once you get in the swing of it. And you know each room. Like, each place probably has four to five rooms, yeah. if that. So you probably learn them pretty Each place has three rooms. That was a standard, yeah. When we were in it, it was three rooms. But I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, escape rooms. Like, they have, like, different rooms, different themed rooms. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, the different not, not rooms each, in general. Yes. Oh, yeah, but each DM usually only yeah, has yeah, to yeah, partake yeah. over one. So. I just got to be a pain in the ass. Ever somebody figures it out and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe finding the things, that would be hard. Because I know we were always trying to be very, like, kind. We're like, all right, this is going to be our dump pile. Like, anything. Because yeah. like, after you use a lock, you don't need it anymore. You're just going to put it down. Yeah. I know people would probably be, like, grabbing it and, like, tossing it under something. <laughs> like, they're, like, sitting there looking for the locks. That would suck. Yeah. <clears throat> like, speaking of, like, just bad experiences, like, when you mentioned, like, you, you thought it was boring. Do you remember that one, like, haunted house we went to? Oh, oh my buddy. God. Uh, what was it that, called? Like, I was literally oh. telling him this, like, yeah. a couple... It was phobia, dude. Phobia. Pho- for anyone listening to this, not worth it, the money. No, 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 it, it no, had no. A, It had a number. It was, no, it was 13, 13 floor. floor. 13, 13 floor. floor. That's what it was. Not worth the money. 
Absolutely not. There was only Do one floor. Recommend. <laughs> there was only one floor. Why is it called 13th floor? I guess because it's the 13th floor, but it's like. The, it's the unlucky number. Bro. Yeah. Say, there's like a big thing with like. 13th yeah, being, being the 13th oh, floor. Who cares about like, the floor? Who's going to be afraid of a floor? <laughs> Some hotels like don't have the, the number 13 for a button. Yeah, yeah it's because those hotels are stupid. It's unlucky. The floor. <laughs> you you go on there and then you stay in a room. What? I, I like, think that, I think there's actually like freak accidents that have happened in hotels like on the 13th floor. Maybe because the people on the 13th floor were dumbasses. Like, may, maybe. Like, oh, like he the, slipped in the shower and died. <laughs> wow. What a freak accident. <laughs> Only on the 13th floor. Though. <laughs> no, nowhere else. Yeah. It's, it's happened to five different people this weekend <laughs> on the 13th floor. Get smarter guests. <laughs> what, can, what can I say? Do an IQ test. You got to check in. Yo, front desk. All right, his IQ is 13. Put him in. <laughs> it was like, um, yeah, I'd like to in a room. So if you're starting to f- slip in a shower, what will you do? Uh, g- grab something. You can stay there. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. 13th floor. This guy. This guy's going on the 13th. Yeah, guy. I can trust him. <laughs> that's, no, that's just that's where they send the people they don't like. It's like I ordered room service oh. 15 minutes ago. Yeah, hey, we got a better room for you. you <laughs> Get on the first floor, we have one on the 13th. Great view, you'll love it. Go in the bathroom. <laughs> they direct them to like the, <laughs> the water take pressure a shower. is fantastic. <laughs> would like, that would that count as like a system like a suicide? <laughs> I don't or? know how they would prove that unless no, they right. unless they knew it, like. There was one specific room that just kept molly whopping people every time. <laughs> the last guest that checked out alive was ten years ago. Oh my god! There's such weird phenomenons with stuff like that. But like the thirteenth floor, or like the Bermuda Triangle. Like I know people always say the Bermuda Triangle is just a very frequently passed through area, but it's stuff like that. They've actually, um, they actually like figured out what like the problem was. Like literally a couple years ago, I read this a I while back. Guess. Yeah, that was, it was literally that. How? So basically, the Bermuda Triangle is a spot like where the Earth like releases a lot of methane gas, which is basically it's butthole. No, yeah, no, yeah, it's their Earth farts. <laughs> yeah. The Bermuda Triangle, all the problems with it, it's Earth farts. Yeah. I can't believe this is how I found out about and it. And it, uh, yeah, so it just basically it. <laughs> so you're telling me Earth fart is taking out planes? Yeah, because yeah. methane gas interrupts like electrical signals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. So what's up with the 13th floor? I have no idea. It was boring, though. Is that the butthole of hotels? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, like, the the actual, like, place, not worth the money. It was so ass. Well made, I will say. Extremely well made. It had, like, moving buildings, great traps. Not scary, like, that, that, whatsoever. That one, like, death claw thing... That scared the crap out of me. That was, the only one. There was two scary things that I remember. Do you remember that room with like the laser at like your like? Oh that was yeah, fantastic. It was. Yeah. It was just this room filled with fog, and there was this laser that was like at your torso level, so you couldn't see below your legs. Yeah. So it was perfect for anyone to hide in. And my dumbass was trying to reach. For, like I saw the light that was like, and I was like. Ooh, pretty. And I was like messing with it. And there was a guy like right there that I did not see. And he went, and I went, ah! <laughs> scared the ever living crap oh, out of dude, me. Dude, t- tell him about the Mi- the Michael story. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is a fan favorite of mine. Oh, man. So a uh, couple years ago, this was like sophomore to junior year yeah, around there, somewhere like around there. Three, three years ago, maybe. 
uh, I went to my first like haunted house, and it was just this like park, Red Rum theme park. Yeah. Red Rum. It that was amazing. Yeah, that was well made. Such an experience. Like like seven different like haunted houses you could go into, yeah. maybe. And there was one where I don't remember all of it, but you turn a corner and there's a new scary thing, and then you keep going. Uh, one one of the doors was like this blinking room. <laughs> It was just... Actually, no, that was Jason. Uh, yeah. That's the wrong story. Well, let's talk about the Jason one. Yeah. Uh, there, <laughs> there, there was one in the blinking room. So your, like, perception of, like, time, like, went by, like, differently. So you could only see the, the guy dressed as Jason, like, teleporting in front of you. Yeah. You couldn't see him walking. Because, like, the, the lights were, like, on, off, on, off, on, oh, off, on, off. Was it, like, a strobe light? A strobe light, yeah. yeah. Strobe yeah okay. That's what they're called. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and he was just following Marcos. Dude, he- so I was in the front. These idiots, like, there's four of us. These idiots push me in front of the actor while they go around the room, just leaving me there. And lights turn off. I take a step to the right. Lights turn on. He's in front of me. Lights turn off. I take another step to the right. Lights turn on. He's still in front of me. I'm like, bro, there's no way this is happening. <laughs> and this kept happening for like three times in a row until I finally, like, because I was touching behind me trying to find the exit. I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. And the lights turn on. I just turn around and I start walking away. I was like, dude, that was terrifying. Well, yeah, that was the Jason one. And the Michael one was just a regular room where you turn the corner, you look at this closet, and then Michael Myers is there. And Marcos was in front of me and he was like, Oh, hey, Michael. <laughs> like, he wasn't scared at all. But then I just, I turned the corner and I was like, Michael. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to process yeah. that Michael Myers was there. Scared the crap out of me. Mm. There's also one thing uh, where there's these rooms where, like, they grab, like, paper uh, plastic bags. Yeah. And, like, there was yeah. actors, oh, like, touching God. touching you, like, through the bags. Mm. And it was, like, super tight squeeze. Yeah, it and was like it was so. Um, plastic you know, like, bags? No, no, or it's, it's like a bag. No, no, no. So like, you plastic. know, remember those like bounce houses? What they're made of? Yeah. So it would be, it'd be like it was really big, like cloths, like that made a hallway and inflated with air, and there were actors behind the cloths. So you'd have like maybe like a foot, and you had to kind of squeeze through the cloth while just dudes would just come out of the cloth, just like try to touch you. You're like, oh, get off me. Yeah. For reference, Marcos is like how, how tall are you? Like six three, six three about. Yeah, I'm five foot seven, and this man he grabs my shoulders from behind, tucks his head in, and goes, "Joe, go, go, Joe, go, go, go!" and just makes me run through it in his plays as like everyone's like touching me, and he's like, "Go, go!" What if I was, they, nah, nah, I was not fucking with that one. What if you started grabbing him back? <laughs> Like they're leaning in and like trying to touch you, you just like hug them. You're like, you can't do it because like, like imagine yourself right now. The yeah. the walls are like this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like you you touch your hand, it'll just like pump, pump, yeah. push right back. Ah. So you they can't like grab you, but they can like touch you. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So, yeah. Do okay. you uh, do you want me to tell the clown story? The clown from that from that night. The the dude with the bat. No 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 no. Okay, I'll tell the story. You'll remember it. Because I clearly remember this night more than you do, I guess. <gasps> I remember the clown story. Okay. So, for reference, so there were, there were four. There were four different houses. And one of the houses that you could go into was um, kind of like the, the acid trippy carnival style. And That one was fun. That one was great. And they, they make you put on 3D glasses for it. And I'm like... I hate 3D glasses, but sure, why not? Let's let's do it. We're here. We paid for it. So we get in. 
and we go through yada 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 yada, and it's that they all the actors have that like fluorescent neon face paint on, yeah. so they pop out at you. So we're all, all four of us. Well, there were. There's four of us. There's yeah, four, four of us. Yeah, me, Marcos, Matthew, and you. Right. Okay, so all four of us are conga-lining our way through <laughs> this haunted house. And we turn a corner. And it's just this long hallway. Just just a corridor. And at the very end, there is just a woman. There's, there's a guy. No, it, was it, was a, guy? it was a guy kneeling down. That's right. Okay, so it was the it was the guy kneeling down. It's just a corridor, empty hallway, and this guy. We all four of us stopped dead in our tracks, and we're staring each other down like a Mexican standoff. Because you're supposed to walk towards them. Yeah. yeah, and so we're like, okay, why not? So we all just trudge our way up to this guy, and right before we get to him, from the ceiling, this chick like detaches and somersaults down <laughs> right in front of us. I screamed. I, I was, almost pissed myself. Yeah. I was in the front. I go, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. dude! That that was the scariest part of the night. I want to take someone to one of those that is like their fight or flight is only fight. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs> yeah. So this late, this girl, poor girl, is coming down out of the ceiling and is just met with a right hook. <laughs> like, man, I would could, love to see could that. Could you imagine oh, that? Man. Oh yeah. Oh Absolutely. my god. I. And the funniest part is, we all started flirting with her afterwards. <laughs> that was I pretty did. funny. <laughs> Not all of us. She was cute. Okay, I did. Yeah, I remember. I being did. She, I remember thinking Anthony asked for her Snapchat. I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> bro! Ah, hey, she said, She said, I can't right now. I'm working. <laughs> and then we kept walking away. Yeah, I was that close. I, I straight up thought you meant the other clown story. Do you remember the guy that met us at like the front of the haunted house? And I was oh, mm, I, that was a funny one. I was wearing an Astros hoodie. Oh my! God. And I, he was like on his radio with his like, his scary voice, and uh, he like told people when to go next. And he's like clear, and like he, he was just in character telling people like, and the people at the end of the tunnel like when someone's coming. I made a horrible, horrible pun. I don't remember where it was. I don't remember like, but after I said it, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and he just went. Astro's hoodie. <laughs> I was like, please, please, no, please. Oh, man. I thought that, that's what you were talking about. Man, that was that was a great moment. It was. That was right at the start. It was like, we're going to get targeted the rest of the night. <laughs> and it's your fault. You did this to us. Oh, do you remember the mechanical bull? Yeah. That was my favorite that was, part. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Was they, like, had a, they had a random mechanical bull there. Did you get on it? Yeah, we oh, got yeah, our tickets. Like our tickets had access to it. No, no way. it was six bucks. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh well, we paid six bucks for it. I find those. Uh, I was in Virginia and I was at this country bar and they had those like the what are they the little like bar hops or whatever. It was these. It's the girls, the little girls that bring bring out you drinks and stuff. Oh, and, um, a bar's made. I thought you meant Girl Scouts. No, no. <laughs> I would hope a Girl Scout is not in a country bar. Yeah. But, no, they would have a mechanical bull, and, like, these girls would, like, stand on top of it. And, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, they do, like, the hopping and everything. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's insane. Like, a mechanical bull isn't, like, too hard. Like, it's, like I was like, on there maybe, like, 10 seconds. I, I remember, I was there for, like, maybe, like, 14. But I remember Anthony's turn. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all he, fucked me. He was doing great. He was, like... This isn't even hard. Like, he was going, like, super fast. He was increasing spin. He was just like, all right. And then yeah, I, hips. And then I looked at him, and I went, 
Hey, Anthony. He looked at me. What? Vibe check. And he fell off immediately. <laughs> I got tossed. <laughs> because I think... I'm pretty sure the operator, like, right before you said that, put it to Max. Yeah. <laughs> he just got tossed and he went, fuck you! <laughs> As I'm flying off of this mechanical bolt into the padded square that they Vibe. have it, he goes, Vibe check! I go, fuck you! <laughs> the Vibe got checked, for sure. Uh, he, he, fa- he failed. It's great. Did not pass the Vibe check. No. Awesome. Man, this has been a great podcast, yeah, you guys. Thanks. Great episode. Episode. Thanks for joining us. Thank it's you for having us. Been a it's been a blast. Fun. Oh, it's a pleasure. Before man. before before we leave, before we uh, end this, any other uh, impressions you got for us, Joe? Oh man, uh, send us out with a Morgan Freeman Viagra commercial. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm old. I can't get it up no more. <laughs> That's why I use the help of my favorite pill. Viagra. <laughs> Get it today at 7 Eleven. That, that was magical. Beautiful. Lovely. If you've made it this far into the podcast, thanks for listening. We've had a blast. Guys, thanks so much. Thank you guys Thank for joining you. us. Thank you for having us. Of yeah, buddy. If you made it this far, appreciate it. Go check out another episode.